Hey, gang, we're going to go investigate this murder at a graveyard. Zoinks! I don't know if that's a good idea, friend. Raggy, it's local parentis. <laughs> that was terrible. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Sleepy Hollow Crew, where are you? We need some good stories. We're not fooling me with that plastic mask. Really need some special effects now. Okay, I think that's that's that enough. Mask. Oh man, I was waiting to get on that. Yeah, I think that's the first thing. I was gonna, I was trying to hold it, and once you said it, I just. Okay. I don't know, Scoob! <laughs> Zoinks! Zoinks! <laughs> you kids! It's just like, I almost, it was almost I like, was expecting <laughs> Molly to like pull the mask <laughs> off of him. Oh my god. It's like the librarian or something like that. It's like, it's like the mean neighbor. It's like a colonial wolf, guys! Gang! That, okay. Zoinks! I, since we're already I'm talking sorry. about it. Hey guys. <laughs> Good afternoon. How are you? Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> Welcome to the Sleepy Hollow After Show, Season 4, Episode 7, Loco Parentis. Yeah. Um, Loco, yeah, it sounds like um, it's a take on the Latin for wolves, uh, for the wolf, yeah, but, and it's also crazy parents. Yeah. So, okay. Thoughts, Michael? All right. Well, Where you I, can find well, you. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, how are you doing? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that, at Woyonsa, which is O-N-E-Y-O-U-N-G-S-T-A. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. Woo! Okay, overall thoughts in the episode. All right, overall, this was a mixed bag. This episode was definitely a mixed bag for me. Uh, there were some strong points. There were, But I think the bad points... We're just so visible. <laughs> this one. Um, I, we already mentioned it, so I guess let's go in and talk about this, uh, the the effect, I guess if you could say, um, of the the werewolf or the, the, I forgot the exact name of it. You guys will let us know in the chat. The Bargast. Um, the, uh, the Bargast. B-A-R-G-H-A-S-T. Yes. Uh, he didn't, uh, I think... Maybe it was maybe they were on a tight schedule, or uh, maybe you know it just didn't. Even when they tried to keep it dark, <laughs> it he didn't come across as well as I think. He didn't come across as well as I think a monster in a monster show in season four should come across. I think that I think that's the best way to say that. I think I think this this is season four. Guys. To be fair, Grimm's in season six or seven, and they literally had somebody turn into hippo and bite somebody's head off, and it was the worst looking special effects I've ever seen. I ever. love that show. I love that show a long time. No, ago. I've I've, I've <laughs> but, heard that people still like it, and the special effects are endearing. But this show has it has been built on a very solid special effects and practical effects team making the yeah. creatures look super badass and cool and this was the lamest shit i've ever seen it i'm so sorry it just didn't um, connect for me man i was like this is this, i was like wow it gets shot with the arrow twice in the slow motion of the freeze frame it just falls <laughs> when he falls he's like uh, it was uh, like a freaking power uh, rangers but uh, oh, oh, oh hold up now i'm gonna fall now i'm gonna fall oh <laughs> It was like, wait, did he just trash a city in Godzilla mode, then fall over? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Which is really crappy because the story was actually pretty cool, and we actually got some cool development. But I just couldn't get past, like, okay, he was so much more badass as the dad. Like, it was so much more creepy as the dad, but as soon as it changed into this black fur thing with, like, a Walmart mask, you were like, oh, what? And the way... The way that he dug up the the hearts or whatever was just very basic. Like at the beginning of the episode, they set it up really cool with like a, a kind of scary moment. You got the girl at the uh, at the gravesite, and you're like, "Oh, something's gonna happen." But I'm thinking something's gonna come from under the ground. And then when he takes her heart, it's like, "Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, I love, I like the petrification, and they actually showed some pretty gruesome stuff this episode. Mm-hmm. Petrification and the whole act of Kalima, yeah. Kalima taking the heart and leaving like yeah. stone behind. But like, I'm sorry, but." 
if you're going to have somebody's chest like ripped open with kind of a pretty good like precision of ripping only open that part, but then when they show the monster, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. Uh, I'll show you guys. What, there'll be a gift for that like next week. <laughs> hashtag bad, di- bad directing. I'm sorry. This episode yeah, had it, bad directing. Like It would have been cool to... Maybe if you directed it differently. Maybe if you like grabbed her by her... Maybe you like grabbed her by her neck. Even a silhouette, like grabbed her by her neck and then like shoved his arm straight through her body. But maybe yeah. that's too much for Netflix. No, that would have been maybe. fine. A silhouette at least. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, I'm an old school horror guy, but maybe that's too much for Network. But that would have been cool to have a silhouette of like grab her by the neck. She's like struggling. He's like, bam! And body goes lifeless. And he's like, drink. well, maybe drinking the blood is a little much. But still, that would have been cooler than... Just so you know, <laughs> drinking blood is a little much, but... Ripping the heart out of their chest and eating it is definitely not too much. Well, just I mean, so we know where line. we stand. It's like, hey, drinking blood, <laughs> stop it. This is where Fox stands. Drinking blood, okay. no. But if I You're were to rip your heart out, well, they have to be able to watch Temple of Doom, you know? Yeah, yeah. They have they to be it. able to keep reruns of that going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But again, we, we it was probably one of the better twists. Yeah. I think the, the, the twist that, like, okay, her... Dad that we didn't know anything about before, that we were always kind of wondering, like, okay, so who is her dad if she's going to be a witness? We find out that her dad is a soldier. He's Mm -hmm. on deploy, but he came home early, and he was never really in Molly's life too much. Kind of like, I guess, sort of in and out um, from, you know, maybe, you know... Every couple of years, he might stop by or something like that. Yeah, but it wasn't... But she seemed very passive about his presence. She was like, oh, okay, cool, Dad, I'll see you at the party. You know, like... She didn't seem extremely excited or extremely it's saddened just a, either. It's just an acquaintance and kind yeah. of how it felt. Um, so he returns awkwardly with Ichabod being the father figure in the house. And we have this whole thing where he like... What what didn't make sense to me is that like, okay, so the, the, the Bargus took on this persona of a dad yeah. that it's never seen before. Ever. I'm, like, I'm wondering has, where... Where the monster got its information from. Maybe just the mind of her writing the symbols drew it out, so her thoughts created it. Whatever. But then, instead of just luring her away, it's like... Yo, I'm gonna come to your birthday party. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang try, out with your mom. I'm gonna try to smash your mom real quick. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna hang around people that can definitely tell if I'm not the real dad. Like you think he'd want to limit kind of, the amount yeah, of yeah. interaction. But he's like, he's like, I got your special coffee. It's two sugars and a, a piece of whipped cream or whatever he said. And she was like, You remember it? It's like, so how did he learn that? Did He's like, yo, D, you trying to smash before I go eat your daughter's heart? Like, yo, D, miss you, girl. Oh, I want to kill your daughter. (laughs) I'm back from deploy early for you and your daughter's heart, but for you. I don't know if I want to go back because I want romance and murder, but mostly romance a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I'm a wolf. I didn't say that. (laughs) It's like, shh, I didn't say that. It's just a mask. It's on, it's from Kmart. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that mask, man. It that mask ruined a lot of the episode for me. And I know we didn't see it a lot because, like you say, it was very creepy. Like in the car, it was very creepy because we found out at the same time they found out. Like, whoa, hold up, is the dad? And then we were like, oh, everybody was like worried. It was a cool twist because we were thinking it was Dreyfus the whole time, and that you know the dad's just like you know a special you know just a new guy that they're going to bring as a recurring character or something like that. But no, no, no. Mm-mm. It's the dad. And the dad turns into a very just man, just basic special, like the most basic, like dry run rehearsal monster that you could ever have. Uh, but there were some good things in this episode. So I'm going to do a poll on Twitter right now. It's okay. Sleepy Hollow fans. Would this episode have been better if the creature's mask wasn't purchased from the 99 cent store? Let us know. <laughs> uh, you have three options. Yes, no, or I don't watch the show anymore. Um, I want to know what you guys think because you know, some people don't watch anymore. But uh, yeah, so let me know what you think. I think this episode would have been a lot more, a lot stronger if they had yeah. a better creature design. Because we did have some cool stuff in here. Like outside of that storyline that I really enjoyed, that I thought made this episode strong. Yeah, but you realize, like, 
It used to be like you get some really weird creatures and stuff mm-hmm. going on. I mean, it looked pretty good. This season we got, okay, um, we got black goo that takes him to Celestial Purgatory Court. <laughs> we got, okay, uh, John Wilkes Booth Demon who puts his fingers in people's <laughs> head. We got Job <laughs> Demon who's just a guy. We got but, oh, Anumis <laughs> Archer who's just a person with a mask on, basically. Yeah. And now we have the Bargust, which is just a person with a mask on. <laughs> But at least Anubis looked better. The Anubis-like Archer looked better. Yeah, it looked than... better. But, I mean, they could have gone practicals with that and made it look cool, too. But this yeah. was just... Dude, I can't get past it. Man, it was I... tough. It you was are tough. on a show where this your claim to fame is your awesome-looking creatures. Yeah, and this is season four. Do you remember the one. Do you remember the fucking Sandman? Yo, wow. Right? Yeah, the Sandman. That look, shit was tight. Very cool. Right? Um... So and many in season one, like even season, season two one was like very so well cool. Set up. Wow, yeah, like even like the the flashbacks that they had of like um, now I can't think of the demon's name, the original demon's name, but, Moloch. Uh, Moloch, yeah, like everything looked really, really cool, and it looked. I guess the thing is because it looked like it fit in that world. Because um, the world was dark, and it was like, oh yeah. my god, there's warlocks and Hessians, and like, and that mask, the mouth didn't even move. It was just like. <laughs> like it was like so the wolf's mouth is always open does he Yo, chew the heart or does he just just shove it down his gut dude like <laughs> I think the beginning would have been stronger if the girl was like what is this that you're wearing like get away from me, you freak and then it kills her uh, like then it would have yeah. been like a comical thing of like this creature looks comical but yeah, it's actually pretty dangerous weird, but it's scary yeah like cause honestly if, if a freaking Bargast if that's what they look like if they walked up to me uh, like, in a graveyard, I'd be like, dude, get the hell away from yeah, me. Like, like, what's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, what's up with you? <laughs> like, like, stop it. <laughs> honestly, like, what? You couldn't you couldn't break a fiver for your mask? <laughs> or, Jesus. Or if you're going to buy that mask, then put some money into your, uh, like, makeup department and be like, okay, so this is the mask. But you guys put some, some rouge or something on it. I don't know. Just do something with this mask to make it cooler. And then post-production, you guys do some After Effects magic and make them look realish or at least supernaturalish. It's, uh... Man, speaking of supernatural, we don't have a budget for full body makeup, so put cover him in fur and give him a damn mask. Bad fur too. It was just like this is. It just looked like they got it from Party City. Who was? What's the name of the actor? Famous guy who was in Pan's Labyrinth. Does all the? Is um, it Chuck? Why do I think it's Chuck? Um, Pan's Labyrinth. It was a Guillermo del Toro film. Um, creature actor. The, it's the creature actor. The, he always does did, these things. Elena oh. Jordan, Doug Jones, Doug Jones. Okay, okay. Elena Jordan would freaking kill me if I had if I didn't get that. Um, Doug Jones, like we used to have Doug Jones, mm-hmm. and now we have okay intern getting this suit and run around. Uh, how do you want me to open his heart up? Go like this. <laughs> do this. It's, it it'll work. Because you think here can we that... get can we get Monster Mash real quick? Oh yeah. <laughs> Just real quick, Neil. Can you bring that up for us? <laughs> but it's. It's crazy because the motion that he was making, you would expect the whole chest to be open. Yeah. And maybe that would be cool if they, well, I mean, I guess, you know, it's kind of scary. But, I mean, it is, what, 9 o'clock that it comes on? So, I mean, you know, it'd be a little scary. But you would expect the whole chest to be open. You know, not just one little specific, like, hand area, um, like, perfect for, you know, your your heart to fit through and that's it. It's, ah, oh, man... I know, I know we're going long on this, guys, but it just really, it just, it's season four, man. It's yeah. season four. <laughs> it's season four. Like this. <laughs> oh, what is this? I have no Cut idea. forward. I don't, I don't know if this is what it's supposed to be. Uh, maybe not. Cut forward some more. Oh man, he can't. All right, so anyone can just put the music to Monster Mash, and, and this and is just how we look do at it. Us. This is how we do it. We did the mash. We did the, the Monster, Monster Mash. mash. <laughs> so you had to do. It was a dollar store smash. Oh. <laughs> a dollar store smash. Yeah. What? Uh, no. Zoinks! I don't know if I like this school. It's scary. Look, bro, Raggy. It was 
just so and I know we're going long but it was just it's season four I think that's what I'm trying to drive the point. It's like home. the equivalent of people making an argument. Like, it's 2016. You can't think like that. Yeah, this is like, us being like, it's season four. It's season four. You, you can't, can't design do this. creatures like that. Yeah, it's like it's like this season. Uh, how did that get past the? How did that get past the? I don't. Not even the showrunner. Like, how did that get past like the? I don't know. Whoever's in the makeup department, like the lowest person, like. I don't know if we should use that. Like somebody, somebody Excuse like, me. Um, we used all of our bronzer and shadowing on Job this episode. Uh, oh, how are oh. we gonna? How are we gonna have a creature now? Um, here I have a very black fuzzy pillowcase and a dollar store mask that my daughter used. I have like paint. a. I have like a animal fur snuggie and a good mask. <laughs> I have one of those spirit cowls. Can we throw that on with a with, oh, a, with a rubber mask? Is but. The the good thing is that there is some good stuff in this episode. Ivan Soto is, in the chat says, "Panelists, a question: Are you hate watching the show now?" I'm actually no, not because no. the last three episodes last were three really episodes good. Were, yeah, the last and three this episodes one, were solid. This one was actually kind of solid. It had a good twist. Yeah. It had kind of a cool creature with the background of like Little Red Riding yeah. Hood and like luring girls into a forest and then eating their hearts out, like some men do in L.A. And you know now it's got uh, Molly. We learned that. Molly is now officially witnessed once they turn 11. <laughs> random yeah. number. Get yeah. their powers. We never heard of that before. Right, but. sure. I'm in. Whatever. That's yeah. cool. Um, that the whole dad was the was the Bargus. That was cool. Yeah. Molly it's tricks just, him. We find out that she's intelligent. She's having visions. She's mm-hmm. not having visions, but she's researching a lot. She knows these yep. symbols and stuff, which is going to be cool because if she works with Jenny, she'll understand what Jenny's talking about. Yeah, and maybe she'll be someone who's cool that can do like a lot of spells and stuff. Yeah. So that'll allow her to be long range and not have to like get into the fight, but she can do like her spells and stuff from home. Ha. <laughs> like spells from home. <laughs> a nice little book from Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> but she can do those spells away from the team and still help Ichabod in the field. You know, that could be cool. I'm also confused on Job. Thank you, Ivan, in the chat. Because I seriously remember seeing Jenny running away from the explosion carrying the lantern. And yes. then this episode she goes back and the lantern was in the explosion Thank and half you. broken. So she yes. has to take it to the circle where they tied up headless that one time and put salt around him because they really don't like kosher salt. And yeah. um well, it's supposed to be pure, but yeah. In the most strain-seeming decision of the entire series, she decides to let a demon go because... Now, before that, though, <laughs> I gotta give props to whoever, the actor that plays Joe. Oh, you came correct. He was like, look. He's like, look. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm gonna have my shirt off? <laughs> let me do this one for the ladies. Because <laughs> he was there the whole time straight moisturized, glistening, cocoa buttered up, all chest, muscular, six pack down. I was like, I was like, okay, okay. The the towel or the the burlap sack that he wore or whatever to to cover up his lower extremities. You can follow <laughs> the demon on Twitter at Camar de los Reyes. Ah. Yeah, that's the actor's <laughs> name and that is his Twitter as well. Ah, Tweet cool. at him that Michael is drooling over his six pack and uh, he may watch the show. <laughs> Tell him, come on down. No, it's funny. But uh, it was just funny to see how, all right, hold up. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like Terminator where he's naked. But then he's like, oh, I guess Jenny was like, hey, I don't care about demons. I hate your kind, but cover up. I just happen to have this skin tone, (laughs) tight fitting leather blacksmith's apron that you can wear around your waist. And like he stood up, he stood up and looked at her like, yeah, girl. That's right. Fifty Shades of Jenny. Mm, what up? She's like, let's just say you're not the only naked man I've put sigils around the room and poured salt around. Let's just say. Let's just say. But it's just, it's weird because their whole conversation is her being like, I'm a demon murderer, even though my arrows can't hurt you. I am also have played my fair share with demons. Please tell me this information. Um, I know how to make a deal, deal with a demon without getting caught on the, on the offside of it. Please just leave and then leave a map here with a burn mark with in specific coordinates. Now, in like, this, what in, is in, going on? In this case, the girl was in danger. So they did trade the information on the girl to save the witness. <coughs> yeah. You know, so at this save at this particular point, you know, in this particular moment, saving the witness is very important um, as opposed to just keeping Job, who at the time could could be immaterial to the to the larger scope, I guess you could say. Yeah. But 
I do like the fact that she got, you know, she kind of dug into him a little bit where he got angry talking about like, you know, why are you dealing with him? You know, if you're a demon and he broke the rules, like, what is this? Like, is this like a Stockholm syndrome thing? Are you like his, are you his, uh, his manservant or whatever, or whatever you are? She was trying to figure out the deal as we've been trying to figure out because we're like, I don't get it. Like, he's just this weaselly guy. So why? I don't, I don't get it. And I guess we'll find out later on. Well, she does ask. So she figures, she's like, why do you want? To help him when he's yeah. finding a loophole in the contract. I'd yeah. say there's maybe some... Shouldn't that be punishable by death or soul stealing or whatever? I mean, maybe it's the fact of, like, it's entertaining to Job to see somebody trying to be immortal because their mortality is the greatest curse, is what some mm. people believe. Okay. So, like, you know, you could you can be immortal, but he's a demon, right? He yeah. is a demon, so if he gets shot, he can just heal again. But yeah. Dreyfus is immortal through dark magic of other people's souls so yeah i think so it's, it's a very backfiring and also we know that there's going to be some type of uh some type of cost to getting that immortality because he's already i mean when he showed up he shows up to the meeting he he could have stopped and and took a shower i mean there's he could have stopped at a motel six or something and, and freshened up I mean, he's Dreyfus. I'm sure he has, you know, access to a couple of suits, maybe a, a place or two, someone who could pick him up and, you know, throw some hot water and soap on him. But he shows up to this meeting and uh, completely dirty in shambles. And he acts as if the board or whoever that whoever that, you know, group of people were, were crazy for looking at him the way they did. But even after firing them, he didn't seem exactly on his a game because when job showed up he was kind of a like he was it was almost like oh thank god you're here kind of thing and then you saw like the veiny stuff the the dark veiny stuff and i was just like "Mm, i don't want that it was like that's a purgatory uh like std or something I (laughs) i don't know where that stuff comes from but it's it's not good. Yeah, the the woman who was talking to him kind of reminded me of what's her face with the stevia from Breaking Bad a little bit. Like that's probably the casting picture they used for. Her. But no, I mean I thought it was funny that he's just like, "Get the fuck out!" Yeah, he's like, "Bye!" <laughs> like everybody was just like, "See ya!" Huh? Everybody's like, "Huh?" Uh, I don't get it. And he just fired. I don't know if he has the power to fire them, but I assume he does. But uh, it's going to be very interesting since he has this immortality. It's going to be very interesting, not like next month, but it's going to be interesting like 20 years from now when people are like, you know what? You look amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> you look real good. No, I'm just, <laughs> I like I like where they're going with this character, right? So here was my biggest thing. When they said, oh my God, it looks like Dre- Malcolm Dreyfus is the werewolf we've been searching for. And I'm like, no. I was watching this like, no, you better not fucking do that. I was like, if you do this, I am done with the show. <laughs> I was seriously about, if they made Dreyfus, yeah. you're like, okay, you make him immortal. And then he's now where, yeah, because he's a werewolf. Well, great. I was thinking before they said the werewolf stuff, I was like, well, maybe maybe he has to like eat hearts to stay alive. That's part of his immortality Yeah, thing. I was maybe, like, this is going to be some... so dumb because you have somebody yeah. who you just built him up and finally made him immortal. And then you're going to take him in the next episode and ruin the entire <laughs> yeah. character. I was so happy when they're like, oh, no, it's the dad. And then I was like, I was actually thrown like, for a loop on that. Yeah. And now he goes in, he fires everyone. But it was actually interesting because we get some development like what I really hated about season three mm-hmm. was all powerful dude, great actor, but I'm going to take this world back and I will rule with an iron thumb. Pandora, no! <laughs> Kill Abby. Um, yeah, and like nothing, this one is like, hey. He wasn't powerful enough for the way he acted. Yeah, it was like, come on, you're a punk bitch who says he can rule the world. Yeah. Dreyfus, on the other hand, He's more mortal in the fact that everything he can get done with is through mortal means of money yeah. and other things like that. Well, at the same time, he's just like, he gives this monologue about, I was destroyed and rebuilt. Yeah. And now I am what I am today. And I think the world needs to be destroyed and rebuilt. So at least we have 
okay, this is what he's going for. We okay. have a direct thing in mind. He's evil, but he actually, in his own mind, is helping the world. Yeah. Okay, he humanizes him. So we actually have a pretty good villain. He's got some backstory. Yeah. We got a few people in his the past. The only thing I, I wish he killed is that his best friend. I wish the best friend was still alive. That's the only thing. Because that would have been a very interesting uh, reconnection later on with him, like maybe build back his sigils up. He's like super powerful, but you know, Dreyfus isn't super powerful, but you can't really kill him. So that would have been a very nice rematch, if you would. Yeah. But you know, of course, he's gone. So, but at least we do have Job. We have the team of Job and uh, you know, and Dreyfus, and that'll be our, I guess, seemingly long term villains from now on. Yeah. Um, real quick, guys, remind you to click that thumbs up button if you're watching yes, the video yes. live. Um, also, be sure to watch the videos. Share them on Twitter. If you yes, tag yes. us, we'll retweet you. Share them with your friends. If your friends still watch the show, uh, let us know. Let me know what you think and go ahead and vote in that poll I have. Also, go to iTunes. iTunes is really wonky right now. Because I am not seeing new reviews. The newest review says to November 26, 2014. Wow. But let me tell you right now <laughs> how optimistic our viewers were in 2014. Ah. Sonia Dyson, Magnus Opus. This was a great podcast. Glad to see you guys super excited about this episode. The next eight episodes should get the show back to season one, which I watch often. Don't count Holly out, though. It seems multiple <laughs> shows bring in actors from other shows. Oh, it's so beautiful. Maybe Holly will be on a summer TNT show, and he will still find time to be on Sleepy Hollow. Hopefully, Abby and Ichabod have to hook up to make an ultimate savior that will grow at the rate of Moloch. Ah. Oh my god, back when we had theories and characters back, yeah, that we liked we, and Holly. Like, even Holly, you know, Matthew McConaughey guy, but I mean It know. was actually funny because when her dad when Molly's dad was running through yelling Molly, I kept like thinking, Holly! <laughs> Holly! It's like Hi. What happened to Holly? Did he just like leave? How y'all doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly. When I'm driving through Sleepy Hollow, people want to see me driving something that real speaks to what I am. That's why I drive a Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the top quality. I keep getting older. Witnesses stay the same age. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'm all right, Holly. All right, all right. I bet I could have fixed that demon cage of a lantern you got there, Jenny. You can tie me up with your salt and sigils any day. Oh, boy. Fifty Shades of Holly. That, that, that relationship was, or that illusion to a relationship was kind of it didn't really I don't know it didn't really work for me I mean I guess it was kind of okay but it just didn't I don't know I, I liked her and uh whatchamacallit slept better Joe Joe uh, Corbin yeah yeah yeah, yeah werewolf dude <laughs> werewolf he was, dude he was he was trying to you know he was trying to rehabilitate himself you know, I mean, he been through some things, you know, killed a couple people, but, he, you know, he's coming back. So let's uh, <laughs> shout out the chat real quick. We got Anita yeah. Ricketts, Billie Jean Girl 24, Kristen Collins is a vacation, Ivan Soto, Jacob Albers, uh, Iklabon 72, Piper Dake, um, I think I already said Kristen Collins, but hey guys, thanks for watching. Uh, let me see what they're... Things are. So Anita Ricketts says, I am not in favor of a romance between Crane and Diana, to be clear. Partnership doesn't require romance. Interesting. Uh, Kristen Collins says the horseman was better than the wolf. Sissification uh, says, I'm liking Diane and Crane partnership. I do too. I think they're yeah. really actually coming into their own. Once she a- got over her hump of the whole, like, I don't believe this stuff. Yeah. Now she's, now she's able to just be normal on the show. That was just really annoying. And now yeah, that we're now over that- it, it's better. Yeah. Um, Anita Ricketts, Billy Jean Girl says, um... Let's see here. I haven't heard them say anything nice about the episode, just hate, that's not good. And then Anita Reichert says, I think they have been struggling to say many nice things about this season overall. It's the show's problem, not there. The review is really fair. Um, I understand that sometimes we come off a little harsh. Again, yeah, but I was... You can, I watch, really... you can watch our last three episodes. And yeah, we the were... last three episodes, we liked those episodes. Would it? Maybe... Yeah. Even this one, like, the creature yeah. was cool. It's just the design was yeah, really Yeah, the flawed. design was bad. And the the he... creature was cool. Yeah. The twist like, was cool. The twist was cool. Just I like the, what they're doing it with Dreyfus. just didn't look good. Michael, <laughs> they didn't kill a character. Ah, 
You know what? They well, they they got rid of you know the that, but no, yeah. Dreyfus is still alive. We we That's got a right. second episode with we the have, villain, and he's now still we alive. Have a long term villain. The only a, way <laughs> to keep somebody alive in front of these writers is to make them immortal. I think, which yeah. works. They blew him up, but he still survived. I'm Malcolm gonna... Dreyfus will make Sleepy Hollow great again. Oh man, here we go. You can't kill him. <laughs> you can't kill him. Malcolm Dreyfus is making Sleepy Hollow great but again. You can decapitate him in case that and in case that in cement. Um just in case you're ever hunting down an immortal person, you can always try that. So here's my question. Do you think that Job is discreetly helping um Dreyfus because Job wants to possess him and then be free of his demon shackles. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Like, you know, let help him become immortal and then jump into, you know, jump into uh, Dreyfus and then he doesn't... Well, I mean, I guess would... I guess in that case exorcisms would still work maybe? I don't know how that would... I don't I mean, either. I, guess... I just know that when Jenny was talking to Job, it basically made the comparison that Jenny, or not Jenny, but that Job is very similar to Moloch in power. Yeah. So who's in control of everything, for one? And then if Job yeah. is similar in power to Moloch, like, we haven't seen, like, the limit, the extent of his powers. Yeah, you're right. He's He's been pretty... He's been pretty tough all throughout. The only thing that really got him was the bat with the sigils, which I wish somebody would find because that Dude, bat comes in handy. The cricket bat was handy. killer. Yo, that thing comes in handy. I don't know why Crane should have one of those. Well, Crane isn't the type of character that would carry something like that. Yeah. You need you need someone like almost like um Ron Perlman type character to walk around with something like that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> just knocking. <laughs> Billy Jean Girl says, I don't think Job is possessing anyone because when he got trapped in the lantern, the demon would have left the body. I'm not saying he possessed anyone. I'm saying he could possess Dreyfus. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, I, that's... It's it's interesting to figure out what his game is. And I like I like how the writers are giving us a chance to try to speculate about it because... It's it's the last question that we haven't really answered just yet. Guys, our poll is not doing too well. Ooh. I, uh, Sleepy Hollow fans, would this episode have been better if the Creature's Mask wasn't purposed from the 99 cent store? 14% say yes, and 86% say I don't watch anymore. Ooh, man. Wow. Sleepy Hollow has to step their game up. But they have. I think the last three episodes were solid. Um, this one was semi-solid. Um, it's just the the only... The only issue was so glaring. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, but this one was like semi-solid because I like the conversation between Jenny and Job. I like that interaction. Um, we didn't I get d- any Alex or uh, nope him this episode. Alex either. and Jake were just I don't know at home relaxing. Maybe the, the Sleepy Hollow trip took a lot out of them. I don't know, but they were like just gone <laughs> they're like we're out and it would have been cool maybe they Kristen says give jenny the bat i could see that jenny yeah, with the bat yeah jenny man just louisville slugging them all man that right? would that would be amazing that would be real cool <laughs> but um yeah it's it's interesting to see kind of how well they're starting to work together um even apart from each other because at first they never knew that um Ichabod and diana never knew that uh, Jenny had Job like locked up or anything. Yeah. So it's it's good to see that they're the team is starting to work very well together, and that's something that I think this show is going to need to move forward. What do you think of Job and Jenny's kind of? I don't want to say like camaraderie or like friendship, but More it was like kind of like a mutual respect kind of thing in some weird way because she had been possessed before and he like mm-hmm. knew that but also like she yeah. didn't back down from him like some people would yeah he definitely didn't make her float in the air and then disintegrate her no. um and he had the opportunity to but he said you know i when i make a deal I, I follow the deal or whatever so it was it's kind of like one of those kind of you know on the battlefield i respect you i you know kind of thing it's you know we're definitely never gonna you know go to you know I don't know, Six Flags together. But, you know, I can look at you and say, you know what, you're a formidable adversary, and I respect that. Do you think Job would ever betray Dreyfus for a deal with Jenny? Hmm. Because they've already made one deal. Yeah, they have. What would Jenny have to offer him? Her soul. Yeah, but is Jenny willing to let that go? 
or maybe in a trick, maybe. That hmm, that's interesting. I'm interested to see where they go because they do have kind of like a we're enemies, but we have respect for each other kind of thing. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, because it didn't seem like he was looking down on her so much as just pissed off. Yeah, he was more, I guess, angry about getting caught in the lantern. Yeah, um, I mean, I would be too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be too. I like how she that. called him some kind of half two bit genie. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he would, he didn't like he didn't like that one. Oh, and the effect when he banged up against the the salt. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. a cool effect. That was pretty cool. Uh, Could have used that budget somewhere else, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, that was cool. That was that was one of the parts of this episode that I think shined. The twist shined a lot. Um, but just, I'd like some backstory on Job. Yeah, I want to know why Job. What is it about Dreyfus? What is? I don't get it. Like, like it'd be cool if like. It'd be cool if Job is the previous recipient of the deal with the devil. Like, he okay. lived his life, and now he's serving his life sentence to the devil as his right-hand man. Okay. And maybe we get, like, a backstory on Job that Job was a Spartan, and to save the Spartan, we get, like, the story of 300, and he was okay. actually, like, Leonidas back then. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And then he died. He, cool. he lived out his contract by dying with the 300, and then became Satan's right hand. Like, I don't know. I'd like some backstory. Yeah, on something cool. That He's kind of cooler than any of the other characters on yes. the show right now. I, I like Job a lot. I do. I think I think Job, he's, he's really pulling... He's pulling the weight of Dreyfus's evil plan. Yeah. He's pulling a lot of the weight. He's on disintegrating that. guards left and right. <laughs> he was three, three days, days retirement. Three days away from retirement. God damn, poor guy. His daughter was at home waiting, uh waiting for his his last call. And his his wife was in was she in, in, in the hospital? I can't remember. His wife was in the hospital. No, his daughter was in the hospital. Oh daughter, daughter, daughter was, was in the hospital. hospital. <laughs> wife was waiting for him to Arrive back home safely. Um, I want to see, I want to see Ichabod and Job working together. Hmm. I mean, I know we had Abby working with against a like, demon last maybe a third season. Party, maybe throw a third party in here because we this is episode seven, so we have five to go. I don't think we can get. Go? I don't think we can get a third party. I think the only way is Job realizing that something's going on with Dreyfus, or Dreyfus is going to cut him out. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Because like you look at. You look at Dreyfus and you look at Job right next to him, and doesn't it kind of seem very similar to when Dreyfus was with his old business partner? You have the really suave, good-looking guy, and then you have yeah. Dreyfus. And if Job starts becoming the main attraction to people, yeah, see, it kind of depends on how Job plays his position in these next couple of episodes. Yeah, um, and I'm I'm very interested to see how they end this season up because um, I want to know so much about Job. This one, like, I'm very interested. But we got six left, man. We got six episodes left. And four, let's see, out of seven episodes, we got three and a half good ones. Yeah. So I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're batting 500 right now. You know, we're, we're you know. We're I didn't see scenes. I don't think I saw scenes. Um, No, I didn't see any, uh, any uh, like, uh, next time. Yeah, I didn't see any of that. Um, but they probably have it up on YouTube by now. So. Do you want to do predictions? Yep. All right, let's, let's get let's get into some predictions. I think we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna forego sleeping to Nabby today. Aww. Oh, after Buzz TV. Ah, epilepsy. Um, predictions. Here's the question I want to ask: What do you think his plan is to destroy and recreate the world? Because I'm, think I'm in thinking, mind, this is a this is a rich millionaire with software. Oh, we did get scenes. We got scenes because oh, yeah, he's a yeah. rich millionaire with software, and then the next scenes from next episode are the phone giving you a flu that lights you on fire, which is like yeah. the ring kind of mixed yeah, with kind of like just like, listening. Everybody, some, turn off your phones. <laughs> it's funny. The dude, one dude was like, <laughs> "This is what happens when you listen to my mixtape." Yeah, it's fire. <laughs> you know, you listen to mixtape. Boom! It's the fire flu. <gasps> It actually looks cool, though, if it yeah. wasn't so ring-based, but yeah. Yeah, if, we'll see. I, I really hope that this causes mass hysteria 
And because we have had a lot of situations where you're thinking, oh, tons of people are going to die. And like one person dies. And it's like, I would like to see a lot of bodies drop. Now, I know that's bad for network TV, but just, just you know, go with me for a second, Fox. You can do it. Just kill people, maybe even off screen. Or maybe just have them I mean, fall. they ripped people's freaking hearts out this episode. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, they brutally it. saw her getting murdered. Like, <laughs> um. I think it'd be cool if he's using his technology to weed out, like, do things where mm-hmm. basically, like, only certain people get triggered by this okay. so hot like flash. Maybe, <laughs> or maybe, maybe weeding out people that would have the power to stand against him. Something like that. Like, people that are... Uh, I know This is... This is not on purpose, even though I am on Jedi Alliance. But so people that are like force sensitive in in this world. So people that are like you know sensitive to supernatural feelings or incantations or something like that. Maybe weeding them out. Supernatural to- feelings <laughs> gonna blow up from my phone. It's, he just basically <laughs> turns every phone into a Samsung Galaxy. Oh, oh, the note. The, what the Note Samsung Seven? Note Seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's- I mean, it's that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. They can't figure out what's going on with phones because it's just like a video they watch and the phone just explodes. Yeah, it's like The Ring plus Sleepy Hollow plus like, I, I don't know, something terrorism-like stuff. Uh, plus, no, no, no. The Ring plus Sleepy Hollow plus, um, what are, what is that movie called? The Gentleman. Samuel L. Jackson blows people's heads up with his app. Oh, uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah. yeah, mixed with Kingsman. Where there's more from it. Like, because he's basically... Like, you can look at it. Dreyfus is basically Samuel L. Jackson, except less yeah. kid-like. <laughs> except less kid-like, yes. <laughs> yeah, Dreyfus is... Especially... And I want to find out what more about what that black, veiny stuff is. I think that's like, just the side effect of him not consuming enough. Oh, like, maybe he needs to, like... Maybe he needs to take in souls himself to remain immortal or something like that. I don't know. I'd say that when you swallow random green goo on the ground that is created from the souls of the surrounding area people by killing them, there are bound to be some side effects. Just a, just a few. Itchy foot, runny nose, hmm. black veins, <laughs> diarrhea, the usual stroke. You know, you know. He just needs some pep- bleeding. He needs some Pepto. He'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, Zizivacation's uh, prediction is: Job betrays, leaves Dreyfus, and Crane seeks his help for maybe an episode or two. When we see the continuing interaction with Jenny and interaction with Crane, even with Molly through some cool device. All right, cool. Um, what I think, uh, or I hope we'll see, is we know Jake really loves all the sigils and stuff, and Molly is already into that stuff. So maybe pairing those two up uh, to for him to kind of start teaching her kind of like the means and stuff. And maybe she can be like, you know, Full Metal Alchemist and doing like cool seals and stuff. And, you know, like uh, maybe, I guess they've never really done that in the show, so it wouldn't count. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that could be kind of cool, like her doing the seals and stuff from long distance, which allows her to, it gives her some action. Um and it, it gives her some spells to say, but without being, because of course this is network TV, you can't really put her in real danger. So we know you're not going to kill her, but maybe put her in some situations where maybe she's falling and she has to say a certain spell to levitate herself or, you know, something to, you know, injure uh, uh, another werewolf <laughs> like, or, you know, t- or maybe to uh, heal somebody faster or something, you know, because she's already into the signs and the little drawing. So why not continue down that path? You know what? You know what we should do with this show? And this is going to be really unpopular. <laughs> I'm going to watch the chat. Here we go. All right. You know what we should do? All right. So here's how the season plays out, right? Okay. We've got so six episodes left. Ichabod, Alex, Diane, all of them, and Molly go after Dreyfus to take him down to ruin his plot of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, in the process, Ichabod is killed. Diane is killed. Oh. And Alex and them are all killed. Everyone's pretty much killed taking out Dreyfus. And the only reason Molly survives is because she carves a sigil into her own skin to survive at the last second. Meanwhile, wow. the, the population gets lowered by whatever Dreyfus was doing, but it also brings humanity to the next level. Season ends. Hard reboot with Molly ten years later as like an arrow-like character 
covered in sigils taking down the demons now that Job is running Dreyfus Industries. That would be dope, but this is network TV. Damn it! <laughs> if this was on FX... I'd be like, yeah, AMC, just, yeah. Just imagine, was, just imagine. That like, would be that would be dope. An older version of Molly, just covered in tattoos that are all just different sigils. That could be sweet. That I I kind of want to see that. I know I know the chat would probably be. They're not going to be happy. Like about you remember that. you remember Jackie Chan Crane, Adventures. Crane kind of is you know, Crane kind of is Sleepy Hollow now. But that would be bold. But I'd be into watching it. Like someone who's kind of like, kind of like kung fu. She kind of like walks, walks on her own path. Yeah. She, you know, she, you know, takes out people from left to right. Uh, maybe has the bat too. Maybe Alex you know. or something survived, and he's kind of like half deformed. Here, yeah. Neil, Neil, did you ever watch Jackie Chan Adventures? Yeah, that show was dope. Do you, do you remember the storyline <laughs> yeah, where they they cut to the future? And oh, they had the 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 bad demons had won. Yep, I thought that was way more interesting and such a cooler storyline than anything else they had ever done. And that was way more adult than I expected to ever yeah. see that. Like that show shined when it was like this is some messed up stuff and this is somebody yeah. trying to change it around. That's where I'd like to see CP Hollow go because so far the yeah. stakes have been so low and the witnesses have been so semi unimportant in in everything. That yeah. if we cut to the future where the witnesses actually have a role to play, kind of like let's say uh, what was it, uh, Demon Gate London? Okay, okay. Like that kind of like in that kind of world where demons have already kind of taken over the world in yeah, some respect. Yeah, it's kind of like Hellgate, Hellgate su- London. They've, they've kind of subjugated yeah. humans. Like humans are alive, but they're not. They're second class sort of citizens, I guess you could say. And let me tell you, Hellgate London game was terrible, but there's three books. And those books were awesome. Yeah. Now in Super the chat, good. Uh, Ivan Soto's not feeling it, but uh, Jacob, uh, Anita, there's some people that are down with this, and I'm down with it too. I think uh, you know. Up oh, and Anita says Sleepy Hollow: The Witness Chronicles. Now Ivan they, Soto says Sleepy Hollow is Ichabod Crane, though. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of said that like Ichabod is sort of Sleepy Hollow, but that's like you said, you reboot it into Sleepy Hollow: The Witness Chronicles or Sleepy Hollow. Molly's Journal or Sleepy Hollow something Sleepy Hollow colon blah 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 you know and then you kind of like you get her memories of you know learning and maybe we fill in some spots between those six episodes where he was training her and stuff so we get to see Ichabod every now and then and you get to see the uh, the current actress every now and then in like those little flashbacks but it's informing her forward progression in this new story that could that could be real cool and then here's another thing that might kind of just knock down drag out fight scenes and cool magic and not I know people love Harry Potter but I'm not really into the wand magic I'm more into like the cool seals and like doing things magic and I think maybe like Doctor Strange yeah like something like that I'm more into that even kind of some of the stuff on Warcraft film where they had like the cool they had like the cool like signs around their hands and stuff that could be sweet you know I'm, I'm down for that let me and let me throw something at you guys. Have in the go chat. picture, Fox. Let's do this. Hopefully, this <laughs> blows your mind a little bit because it's potentially what they could be going for in the show. Is the whole reason Dreyfus was immortal? Mm-hmm. Why? Tell me. What did he do? I mean, he didn't really do. He mixed the headless horseman and Ichabod's blood together, surrounded by a place where they could take the souls of people. Right? Yeah. Okay, now let's look at the Headless Horseman and let's look at Ichabod. In the past, their blood mixed on the Philosopher's Stone and then the Horseman came back alive when Ichabod came back alive 241 years later. Mm-hmm. So, hypothetically, they're both immortal. There's nothing yeah, to say that Ichabod's is. not immortal right now. Yeah, because we've never had him in a situation where... He has where... been in situations where he's been hurt and stuff like that. But we've never seen him in a situation where he was fatally wounded yet i don't think he's always been kind of like hurt bad but not like flatline bad yeah but even not fatally wounded like we don't know if he ages he he was locked underground for 241 years comes out looking the exact same way you know what yeah. and you look at headless horseman he was dead um he was dead and now he had it didn't have a head right but yeah. his body's still moving. Body's still moving around. So we no also problem. see, like, he's got black hands and stuff like that. Like, he's all messed up. Is Dreyfus kind of similar to the Headless Horseman that he's undead now and just immortal? Like, that's mm. the thing with, like, 
you can look at this and you can say even even going back to the spider monster this season they yeah. shoot the spider monster and then Ichabod's bleeding profusely but nothing really ever seems to yeah. come of it and he seems completely fine by the epi- end of the episode and is Ichabod seem... freaking immortal that's a good question because I don't think we've I'm trying to think back to all the times he's been in trouble but I don't think we've ever had a time where he was like flatlined I think it was always kind of like, oh, he's hurt. You know, he's kind of like, you know, he, he broke his ankle or something, but never something where he was in the hospital, bleeding out, everyone surrounding him, the chips are gone and flatline and the episode ends. I don't think we've ever had something like that, um, which is which is interesting. That's, that's, that's very interesting. I'm, I'm hype about your show that... Um, I'm pretty sure Fox is never going to do. But I'm hype about that show. I'm, I'm very hype. I'm, and I'm glad that you guys in the chat are feeling, some of y'all, are feeling that idea. I think I think that could be cool. You know, like Lone, kind of like this Lone Survivor thing. She's on her own. Um, I, I, I could definitely deal with that. I got another poll going, guys. Do you think Ichabod is immortal? Let us know yeah. um, on Twitter, at Stephen Lemieux. Uh, follow Mr. Michael Young at... At one youngster, you can find me at O N E Y O U N G S T A, and check him out on Jedi Alliance later today on the Popcorn oh. Talk Network. <laughs> Popcorn Talk Network, and you can find me also on Rebels uh, After Show today on Popcorn Talk Network as well. I got a tweet just now from Henry Ortero, who used to be like so all up in these shows, mm-hmm. and Henry's great. He does reviews of TV shows, like written reviews and stuff. Oh, right. And he tweeted me, "I'm surprised you're still watching." This. Oh man, come on! I got man. another tweet from Robin B twelve. Would it be it, uh, in reply to my earlier poll? Would it be better if Abby Mills hadn't been so inauspiciously killed off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no arguing these points, but at least we can hope for the show to be yeah, good. Yeah, the show so, the show has been good enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think the show's been good enough. There's been some solid episodes. The new team is coming together pretty well. Um, so. Sleepy Hollow can survive. It can, yeah. as long as Malcolm Dreyfus makes Sleepy Hollow great again. <laughs> I think he, he's. I think be he able might. To do that. I think he, he might. <laughs> Buy your red hats today. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week for season four, episode eight of the Sleepy Hollow After Show. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Zoinks! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.